0: Hello, this is Catatonia, a cultural podcast about Puerto Rico, drama, and unscrewing ourselves out of post-hurricane shock. My name is Huáscar Robles. I'm a journalist from Puerto Rico recording from here in Harlem, New York. You might hear some sirens, some sounds. That is the background music to this beautiful neighborhood that keep us energized even at midnight on a Monday night. A few things that I want to talk about. Um, my mom, of course, like always, and my friend, Joe Rodriguez, which we interview today. He's been traveling to the island back and forth, and we have an, a very strong conversation about what's happening on the island and his assessment of, of um, the trauma. Let's start with the woman's march. It just happened um, this weekend. What a wonderful and empowering moment. I was in the subway. I saw a... Lot of young black and brown women empowered coming on the way back to Harlem and the Bronx. What an honor to sit next to these folks who are just talking about how they want to run for office. And yes, it sounds idealistic, that's amazing. We want that spirit, we want those voices. And I really hope that we get to see a lot of these young powerful women later on being part of the cater of the people that run the city. We had um, the city council speaker Marisa Marco Berrito. We need a lot of folks like that to be on um, positions of power. Again, I'm not talking about what you may or may not like about this about the former speaker, but the fact that it's diversified and that we're those voices, you cannot deny that. I would like to talk about my mom for a second. You know, in the previous episodes, I've shared some information, not just of a form of catharsis, but mostly because I believe that a lot of the things that were happening in this household are happening in many households across the nation Someone who was displaced by the hurricane goes to live with her son. They're trying to make things work together. They try to get the aid that was available through the different government agencies, and that aid didn't always pan out as planned. And now my mom is returning to Puerto Rico. She's only going temporarily back home. And that kind of breaks my heart. I, I will miss her dearly for this, for this time that she'll be out. But of course, I'm going to be worried about how she will fare back on the island when she confronts, you know, the monster of the trauma of her past. She's a very strong person. I have confidence that she'll be fine. But as a son, I cannot help but worry about our well-being because it's just not my mom it's everybody's mom out there everybody's cousin, son, daughter grandfather, grandmother a lot of our family members experience great trauma and they're trying to exit these wounds and um, as they get closer back to the island they're confronting them again and now to the interview with uh, photographer Joe Rodriguez who was kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time. This is only part one of uh, the interview, and I hope you enjoyed it. And thank you again for listening to Catatonia.
1: Let's do this while it's quiet. Sure. Okay. So you need visuals up or no?
0: No. Okay. uh, Okay, good. I'll keep this here anyways. Yeah, I know. If you need to illustrate something. We can do yeah, yeah. it. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But um, you know, I just wanted to start with a question that you and I discussed way, way, way back when we first started uh, collaborating. And was you're Puerto Rican? You worked in um, Spanish Harlem, and two years ago you had this feeling to go back to the island. And you've gone twice or three times now. And now you're going to go back again. When are you going again? In April. In April you um, kind of like came out of retirement to go to Puerto Rico. Why, 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 why did, that, what, that, where did that come from?
1: It comes from uh, a lack of representation in terms of our historical, visual, photographic history. And the last time I feel... Now, there's a lot of great, very well-respected photographers on the island of Puerto Rico, no doubt. I have lots of respect for these guys and girls that are there now, the older generation, the new generation. However, my my dream has always been to follow in the footsteps of Jack Delano. And why I feel I need to follow in his footsteps is because, I mean, I don't think there's been a, a, a photographic record produced in that way since then. So I've taken it upon myself to really invest my heart and soul and every penny I have into working in Puerto Rico. Why? It's personal. Why? Because you know, my father's from Ponce, I never really got to know him. We met a couple times, and I guess Throughout my personal life and my professional life, what I've been doing is trying to prove myself to the father that hasn't been there, Jose Luis Rodriguez, that your son was not a failure.
0: Went to to Cabo, which is my hometown, and I was looking at the photos at the, at the Times, and I, I, you know, it really moved me because um, I haven't been able to go back. You know, as I, as you know, my mom came here and that. Uh, sort of a, became the attention of, of of um for now, and I, I was able to be in Cabo through your photos, and then I kept looking at you were in Utuado, or Macau Um, I I love that you focus in rural Puerto Rico. Why why that? Because you know
1: San Juan is you know that's all people know. You know people people know San Juan. They know sort of different neighborhoods in San Juan, Condado. Santurce, even Loísla is is pretty much, you know, on the map. People know of it, know what 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 that that neighborhood and that area is about. But I think for for the island of Puerto Rico you have to go inside. You have to go into the countryside. You know, it's it's not just me looking for the roots of Tataino or the roots of it's really about who we are and, and how how the people want to live and raise families and and work and and live and and that happens in the center of the island, not just in the big cities.
0: The secretary of public safety, Héctor Pesquera, uh, downplayed the the death and, uh, related to the Hurricane Maria, and then now it's turned out that possibly it's it's a, a much bigger amount. And we have the New York Magazine with the cover uh, with Matt Black, which brings an important issue of the death. That's an angle, but your angle, as you know, you showed me earlier, you're going through the uh, through the through the photos. You are showing the devastation, but these humans are in action. They're actually moving. There's agency to these Puerto Ricans that you have here. They're not laying flat, waiting to be counted. These are people doing actions. Why did you go for an action shot that gave Puerto Rico uh, this this new light?
1: Two words. This is what I heard. This is what I learned growing up in New York City, and this is what I continue to hear when I'm there. Two words. Palante siempre. And that is something that I don't think that, there's a lot of great photojournalists out there, and they understand, especially people from around the world. You know, they come with good hearts and good intentions to try to get the work out. Matt Black is a very important photographer for America, and I'm, I honor the fact that he went there. But we have a different spin, and the spin is I, I know who, I know where our people are. And you and I have worked together and we have seen some of the devastation before, not only in Cabras but also in Santurce and some other towns where, you know, there's a lot of poverty and where there's poverty there's gonna be addiction and we've seen the addiction and we we've gone to to places that try to help people get through that. You know, I'm I'm looking at the core of, of who we are and that's one side it's a one part. Valente you know but but we're also you know we're all what I kept seeing was like and I'm seeing it just now I continue to see this you know Adriana Teresa is there right now and she just did this beautiful um, 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 event for the children and families Loisa you know we're, we're not waiting around for some government you know we're not just welfare bound asking for you know food stamps or whatever we, we are trying to get out there and help each other so I think that that has to be honored that needs to be documented you know it doesn't always make for the greatest strong world press photo photography because they are looking for the dramatic all the time usually to win awards and do all that this is about something deeper than that
0: were you in Puerto Rico when uh, when the president made those comments that Puerto Ricans wanted everything done for them or were you here?
1: No, I was here. And so, what do you think when you saw? I was I was pretty much disgusted, you know. And I saw the, well, first by his words, and then second by his um, actions of throwing out paper towels, and I, I saw his. I saw at the president, President Trump, uh, reactions very different in Texas than they were in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm.
0: You're also in. You know, covering Katrina, so can you talk a little bit about those two realities, Puerto Rico, New Orleans, and uh, what you saw, not just um, how people um, were dealing with, you know, reconstruction, but how the administration, FEMA, uh, the cities and the city government dealt with this with this sort of uh, trauma? Yeah, there
1: was the, I think the FEMA was, at that time, was, was, uh, it was chaos yeah and um you know any 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 government bureaucracy is always going to be hard to sort of work the The individual is always going to be challenged to to try to work through that labyrinth, for example, you know, people had lost all their papers now just imagine this mommy comes comes out of Puerto Rico and she has no documentation. She has no social security card that she can follow. She has no driver's license. She has no passport. She has no ownership. Well, this is what happened to a lot of people in, 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 you know, from Hurricane Katrina. And they had to start their lives all over again and set them back. But one thing I have to bring up, which I think is very important, which you brought up uh, with some of the work that was published in the New York Magazine, is that people die after the hurricane. Right. From what? From their heart conditions that were stressed to begin with. Their diabetes, which was stressed to begin with, you know, and so their this, especially the older folks in their sixties, they just couldn't take it anymore. It just, it just, it the the sheer stress of of the trauma is is what is what hurt these people and killed a lot of people. So I don't have accurate numbers, but I did, on the ground with Katrina, I did like 25 interviews, and I've heard the story repeated several times.
0: And that is it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in Catatonia. Be sure to come back for the second part of Joseph Rodriguez's interview. Uh, Thank you to a few folks, Kim Silent for the beautiful artwork for the iTunes page, and to Joaquin Cardoso, co-producer of this show. And to all of you who have been going back and forth the island and working and trying to improve the situation back home, thank you. See you next week.